Not just the Mercy Watchers, but everybody. Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Ludwig from the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. And today we are in beautiful Napa, California at the Napa Institute annual conference. And I am so excited because we have Bishop Cousins from the Diocese of Crookston in Minnesota with us today. And he's heading up the efforts for the Eucharistic renewal in the United States for the USCCB. So Bishop, I'm so excited that you're here to tell us all about what's going on and what we can expect and, and how we as individuals, as parishes, as, as communities can take part in that exciting revitalization. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's great to be here in Napa as well as a beautiful event. But yeah, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops is having a revival. It's a really beautiful thing and a work of the Holy Spirit that we have all the bishops really committed to this three-year process, which will culminate, the high point of it will be this National Eucharistic Congress in Indianapolis in 2024. Right. So July of 2024. That'll be the first Eucharistic Congress of its size in almost 50 years. 50 years. So the last time we did this as a church in the United States was in 1976 when we had the International Eucharistic Congress. And that was, event was interesting because the man named Carol Wojtyla, who was Archbishop <laughs> of Krakow, right? shared the stage with Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Really? And of course, two years later, he would become St. John Paul II, right? right. The Pope, Pope right. John Paul II. Right. So where, where was that in 76? Philadelphia. Oh, yep. And there are right. bishops who tell stories of having been there as seminarians, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And the impact that it had. I met a person this morning here at Napa who was there as a teenager. Amazing. Yeah. So, but the revival is really designed to affect the church in the United States at all stages. So it begins with a diocesan year, it, then it proceeds to a parish year. Right. And then we have the Eucharistic Congress, which we really hope will lead to a missionary year. Ah, and the yeah. idea is to help the U.S. church make this missionary conversion. Mm -hmm. All of us, of course, were uh, saddened in 2019 when we saw the results of this Pew study right. that seemed sure. to show most Catholics, 70% maybe even, mm -hmm. don't fully understand the church's teaching on the Eucharist. And uh, we've done some of our own study to kind of back that up. In fact, Kara has a study right now in the field about uh -huh. that. Uh, just trying to dig deeper into those numbers and and how is, does it affect people who go to church or not right. go to church, those kinds of things. But the reality is we know we have a crisis of Eucharistic belief in the country. Right. And in, that's really the heart of our faith. And so until we deal with that crisis. Source and summit. Right? Exactly. <laughs> until we deal with that crisis, the church is going to continue to struggle. And uh, I really believe that actually, this is what the bishops want, the focus on the heart of our faith. Right. And to bring everybody in the church into this, right? Mm -hmm. Universities, apostolates, uh, to get everybody focused on the heart of our faith for a few years mm -hmm. as we then bring about renewal in the church, really strengthening first our base and then helping to share that message with those who need it. And that's so beautiful. So, so for these next three years, it, yes. it's so exciting. So we've got the, um, the, the diocese, the parishes, and then the missionary the mission. year. Yeah. Yeah. So the diocesan year is really focused on leaders. What we want to do is equip and enable those people who we know believe in the Eucharist, mm -hmm. but we want to equip them to be Eucharistic missionaries. So you can actually go to our website, eucharisticrevival.org, and you'll be able to sign up to become a Eucharistic missionary. Uh -huh. All that means is you're going to take a class on the Eucharist that we'll offer online for free. Uh -huh. You're going to agree to do an hour of adoration once a week. 
you're going to agree to to pray every day for the Eucharistic revival. And we're trying to equip and inspire those people who we know believe in the church's teaching so that then in the parish year, they're ready to help us reach out to those who maybe they come to church even with some frequency, but they don't fully understand the church's teaching on the Eucharist. And so we really hope in that parish year to have small groups to study the faith, to encourage parishes if they can to do perpetual adoration, to encourage parishes to grow both in catechesis and providing opportunities to encounter Jesus. This is one of the reasons we've been big on Eucharistic processions because Uh they provide an opportunity to witness and encounter the reality of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. So that parish year will really be focused on those people who have a connection already to the church, but don't fully understand the teaching. That year will culminate in the National Eucharistic Congress, where we hope to send more than 80,000 missionaries back out to their parishes to actually now begin to share the truth and beauty of the Eucharist beyond the borders of the parish, right? Right. And that's the missionary conversion we know the church in the United States needs to make. It's, it's about getting out, as Pope Francis has said so many times, getting out beyond the boundaries of the church, right? To the fringes. Exactly. Yeah. In order to witness to those people about this love of Jesus that we know from the Eucharist. So the more we're strengthened in our Eucharistic faith as a church, we'll know who we are and we'll be able to be better missionaries. Amen. So, you know, the, I, I keep going back to that centrality of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And, and his great sacrifice but all of that really is the culmination of that an expression of, of his love, yeah. the love of the Father, the Trinity. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm really excited, right? Praise God. And, and our university is all engaged with this. Praise God. And as we move forward, that's the kind of zeal, I yeah. think, that we're all looking for because God wants us to have an abundant life through him in Jesus Christ. So thank you so much, Bishop Cousins. It's been great talking with you today. Thanks for all your work at the University of St. Thomas. God bless you and your work. And uh, let's pray that the Holy Spirit blesses all of us as we work for this great Eucharistic revival. Amen. All right. Thank you so much.